We're going live. No. We'll do it live. This is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. Good morning, guys. It's Wednesday. We're winging it. We're winging it again today. We're winging it again today. I didn't want to sit down and write up a bunch of show notes. Uh, I do have talking points, though, for, uh, you know, for after the commercial break, because I was writing in my book again this weekend, two weekends in a row, guys. <laughs> now, I since I hired a, a an editor to edit my book, I'm like, I got to get this thing done quicker. So I'm actually spending a little bit more time on it. I, I actually was writing on it on, uh, on Tuesday night, too. So last night I was writing in it a little bit more, too. <laughs> So, uh, so I was like, okay, we'll talk about this on Wednesday. That'll make things easy. And then I don't really have to worry about talking points. Hey, let me know in the chat if you guys can hear the fan in the background. I have a fan back here because it is hotter than hell in my, in my, my studio here, right? I have a, so I have a house and I live in the high desert and everything is cooled with a water cooler, right? Or with a, with a swamp cooler. Are you guys, if, if who here raise your hand <laughs> sound off in the live chat if you're familiar with what a swamp cooler is all right it's not exactly an air conditioner it's not as efficient as an air con uh conditioner uh but it's cheaper right it's it's, it's more energy efficient and the, the way it, it works is it cools your house with evaporative cooling right um well the genius the genius that built this house put drops for the the swamp cooler at every single house or every single room in the house except for this room so this room when i'm recording podcasts i have the door shut i have to have the door shut to keep the cats out and keep the dog in <laughs> and uh when i have the door shut it, this room just like heats up like an oven it's it's terrible okay tyler says he doesn't hear the fan cool then i'm going to keep it running because otherwise i'm going to cook i'm going to cook in here all right man what's up guys so yeah i don't i don't have any uh talking points for this first half uh thought i would wing it today but i do want to say this i do want to make the announcement I, I already talked about it on social media but uh i got rid of the patreon guys i got rid of the patreon we'll talk about that here in a little bit when i do the housekeeping but I got rid of the the Patreon, decided to move everything over to Gumroad because I, I have the uh, Practical Law of Attraction course on Gumroad. I decided to move my email list over there because managing an email list on Gumroad is stupid easy. If any of you guys are starting out and you guys want to get into podcasting, it's highly recommended that you build an email list because uh, especially if you do topics like this, right, you have no control over the platform that you're on. Right. I don't have control over over YouTube. You know what I mean? Like they could decide they don't like me at any moment and kick me off. So the only thing that we have control over as creators is an email list. That's the only way we could contact our viewers. And that's why I've been trying ever since I got banned from TikTok the first time, been shadow banned the second time. I was like, I've got to get an email list going so I can reach out the people that follow me and say, hey, <laughs> follow me over here now. This is my new account, you know. Well, I originally started doing that on MailChimp uh, because, you know, I, th I saw Jack Napier using MailChimp. I think a few of the other guys in Rule Zero used MailChimp or they used MailChimp. And uh, so I, si I signed up on MailChimp, but I had nothing but problems with that thing, you know. And then I noticed that John Fitch, uh, John Fitch was using Gumroad for his email. And I was like, you can use that 
for email lists? And sure enough, you can. The problem is it's best to start on Gumroad because <laughs> you can't, it's hard to move lists over. They don't have an import feature. So you had, so I had to manually move people one by one. I finally got that all done. All right. So that's all done. Everybody's over on Gumroad now. And uh, the, the law of attraction course is on Gumroad. And I was like, they have a membership feature on there, just like, you know, Patreon does. Why, why don't I just consolidate everything over here? That way, when people sign up for uh, the beer club, people sign up for coaching, people buy the course, you know, people sign up for the email list. It's all in one place. You know, I can contact everybody at once. So I decided to go ahead and do that this week. Let's go ahead and do the, the housekeeping so we can uh, move this along more. And then uh, we'll, we'll talk about that, how that works here in a minute. Be sure to like, subscribe, hit those notifications if you haven't done so already, guys. Sound off in the, the live chat today. That's really important. That, that keeps this, things going smoother. I think this is going to be a short episode anyway. I absolutely have a hard stop because some genius scheduled a, a meeting with me uh, right at the top of the hour. So it's like, okay, I, I, I don't have any time for anything. Great. We'll just we'll end the stream. Go right into a stupid meeting. Uh, let's see here. Follow me on social media. The links are in the description. I'm on all the good platforms. I'm really trying to build up my Twitter or my X now. You know, now that it's called X, I think I think X is going to pop off because uh, because Elon's taking it to another level. I think he's really going to start competing with some of these other platforms, uh, which is going to make it a more popular destination. So, follow me over there if you're not doing that already. I, I'm having more fun over there anyway. Send a super chat. Super chats really help support the show. You can send one for as little as a dollar. Get on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com. I will send you some free stickers like this, right? Most people, like, they could take or leave the stickers. But what everyone's signing up for is the free PDF with 20 dating app openers. That Ever since I started offering that, I my, my email list is actually blowing up. And that, And then on top of that, I still send you stickers. Like, it's not either or. I'll send you both. I'll send you both. So I've been sending out tons of stickers. I just sent uh, I just sent stickers to Greece the other day. That was cool. So my stickers are going worldwide right now. You're going to start seeing them in every major city. It's going to be pretty fun. It's going to be fun, guys. <laughs> uh, check out my practical law of attraction course, loa.comeonmanpod.com. I haven't really been talking about this as much lately. Um, I was offering it for 25% off for Patreon members, but that uh, that that ended because it's now August. But uh, check out the course anyway. It's it's super helpful. It's a mindset course. I've I've got nothing but good reviews on it. I haven't had anybody complain to me about it yet. Uh, people that are actually applying it are seeing some real changes right now. I'm getting a lot of good feedback about that. But it's not magical thinking. Okay, that's the biggest problem that people have with the idea of law of attraction. They think it's it's woo-woo magic. It's not. It's psychological. So there's basically three explanations for it, right? There's a spiritual one. And if, you, and if you're a religious person, you might resonate more with the spiritual explanation of law of attraction. That's fine. Uh, there's a quantum theory one. Now, that one is uh, fascinating. If you ever go down the rabbit hole of quantum theory when it comes to, to law of attraction, that there's actual uh, scientific evidence now that our thoughts impact the world around us, right? There's actual evidence of it. The thing is, is that we are so 
we have uh, physical science so ingrained in us, right? We have physics so ingrained in us that when you start talking about quantum physics, it blows people's mind because a lot of that stuff is disproving what we know about physical science. You know what I mean? So it's hard for people to comprehend a lot. So it, 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 there's a lot of really uh, deep stuff that people just can't uh, can't comprehend if they're not you know in that field. So I I don't use that to explain this in the course. I use I talk about it from a psychological perspective because most people can understand that. Most people have a decent understanding of psychology. They know the the difference between subconscious mind and a conscious mind. You know stuff like that. They know the idea of a placebo effect right? Sometimes just the fact that you believe something's working, it works, right? Maybe that's the, maybe that's the explanation for all of this. Who knows? But the real thing is, is that we all have a paradigm. We all have a perception of what our reality is. And a lot of it is, is deeply ingrained thoughts in our subconscious mind that hold us back. This course will teach you how to reprogram that so that you get better results. So check out that course, loa.comeonmanpod.com. It's on Gumroad. Beer Club. I used to call that. I was calling this the happy hour hangout. I decided Beer Club sounds better. Beer Club, guys. So now it's called Beer Club. And if you go to beer.comeonmanpod.com, you could join the Beer Club. This was formerly Patreon Tier 1. But now it's on Gumroad. So go to beer.comeonmanpod.com. It's still only 10 bucks. Join the beer club. You get access to my Telegram group, my private Telegram group. A bunch of other like-minded guys that you could bounce ideas off of. Uh, and then we also have a monthly hangout where we actually get together on video like this and have drinks, have beer, you know, uh, you know, have whiskey, smoke cigars, whatever you want. It's men only right? A lot of guys don't have a solid group of men that they could come to and talk about guy stuff, talk about whatever's on their mind. You see, what's good about going to a good group of guys is that guys solve problems, right? If you got a problem, take it to the boys because the boys will solve problems. Women cause problems. You know what I mean? So take it to the boys, join the beer club. It's only 10 bucks. Think of it like, uh, you know, cover charge for your, your favorite, you know, club. Think of it like skipping Starbucks, you know, a couple of days a week and then do something for your own mental health. All right. And it's just fun to do. I'm getting a lot of positive feedback on it. We've had a really good turnout. The last two, the next one is August 17th. So I'll, I'll play a, I'll play a, a TikTok I made for this in a little bit, but, uh, because I haven't, I haven't made a new commercial for it yet. So I, I, I uploaded a TikTok that I made yesterday. So we'll show that here in a second. Otherwise, if you go to, if you go to gumroad.comeonmanpod.com, you can see all my offerings now, but you can see that my coaching is now moved over there. Okay. So I, I still have two tiers of coaching. I have uh, unlimited text support over Telegram. So with Telegram, I love Telegram. If you guys don't know what Telegram is, uh, maybe you're more familiar with WhatsApp. It's very similar, but it's not owned by Facebook. Um, Telegram is pretty cool. It offers end-to-end -end encryption. So, you know, our conversations are private. Um, on top of that, uh, I can send you voice and video messages very easily. Right. So the other day I have a guy that's in uh, who's in tier two right now of the Patreon. Right. So all my Patreon members, they're all grandfathered in. 
So as long as they keep their Patreon active, they're good. I just, well, I'm not allowing any new signups. But uh, so I have a guy that's in uh, the tier two of the program right now. And he'll periodically send me some questions. He's in a new relationship. And instead of just sitting there typing out a response to him, I'll send him a video message. Like I'll sit down and actually, you know, record a video message and send it to him. I can do that on Telegram. It's so easy, right? I could send, I could send quick little voice messages over Telegram. It's super easy, right? So there's a there's that that option's available. You basically can send me unlimited amounts of questions and stuff like that day and night. Um, I get to them as as I can, right? Because if you send me a, a thing at two in the morning, I'm I'm just I'm not going to get to it. I'm I'm asleep, but uh, I'll get to it like first thing in the morning. So uh, I'm basically available to you uh, most of the day, right? And I get back to these pretty quickly. So check that out. And then if you want something more, you want more in depth, you want more one on one, you want to really sit down and establish goals, and uh, you know you want me to follow up with you on those goals and stuff like that. Then I have uh, one-on-one video coaching calls available as well. So both of those are available at gumroad.comeonmanpod.com. Let me play a a commercial for the, well, a TikTok for the beer club, and then we'll get started uh, talking about the the topic at hand today, which is sexual, sexual escalation. So let me play this. Masculinity, classic, classic. Men should be able to express their feelings. Guys, a lot of women say this, but it's a trap. Now, I don't think she believes it's a trap. I don't think she's actively trying to trap you. I think she legit believes this. But if a guy doesn't have good control of his emotions, if a guy cries about his problems, constantly brings it to his girl, and literally does nothing to fix his problems, she's gonna lose attraction and she will leave. This is evolutionary psychology. Women cannot be with a weak man. Whether you're weak or not makes no difference. It's a perception, and it's in her subconscious mind. So if crying on the internet, instead of bringing women your problems, take it to the boys. Bring it to my beer club. It's a place where men can be men. It's a place where men can bounce ideas off each other. It's a place where men don't have to worry about offending women and being called toxically masculine. There you go, guys. <clears throat> so the next one is uh, August 17th, and you can go to beer.comeonmanpod.com for that. And just like Nurse Chick says here, there's no chicks allowed in Fight Club. <laughs> there's no chicks allowed in Beer Club. It's for the boys. Oh, uh, let's see here. We got a super chat here from Nathan. He says, close the deal. You get, yeah, we're past the eight minute mark. You get this, man. You get. I'm just going to say it. This guy fucks. Am I right? Yeah, this guy fucks. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. That's helpful. Guys, send super chats. (laughs) Oh, let's see here. Uh, We got Valerie says no manifesting. No, man. No, no manifesting. (laughs) Well, I mean, talk if you think about it, though. We do tend to manifest our results uh, by our, our thoughts, our thoughts create our actions our actions create our results right so yes yes manifesting but not in the woo woo way not in the woo woo way uh let's see here nathan says uh truth i was talking to other guys lol no girls uh, yeah <laughs> it's always a trap it's always a trap that's right share your feelings guys share your feelings 
I'm going to leave the uh, the beer club thing up here because I, I really want more guys to join the beer club. Uh, I'm I'm getting a lot of positive feedback on it. I really am. Uh, you know, I, one of the guys in my uh, in the premium tier of the of the old Patreon, he he was like, "Dude, this is so helpful for me. This is so helpful for me just to get together and talk to other dudes." You know, and I'm like, "Okay, that's a simple thing." I stole the idea. I stole it. From Vince from Masculine Geek. I stole it. There, I said it. I said it, Vince. I admit it. <laughs> Vince from Masculine Geek has a, a similar program. He calls it the, the Fortress of Solitude or something like that. Uh, but he's only he only allows 12 members or something. He's, he limits it. So uh, if, if, if you guys go over there and sign up and you fill up all the slots, well, guess what? Guess what? <laughs> There's still spots available over here on the beer club. I'm not limiting the, the access. If this gets too popular, what I'll end up doing is I will start uh, uh, scheduling out multiple ones per month. So that way we can fit, you know, as the max amount of people in each each month. Like we'll, we'll time slot it. That's what we'll do. Scott. Ke oh, here we go. Here we go. I, I know Scott's a troll. I know he's a troll. You better be careful in there, Scott. Or I'm gonna boot you. <laughs> all right, so we're gonna be talking about sexual escalation today. That's why you guys all came here. You guys want that hibbity dibbity. So yeah, so I I was writing more in my book. I'm still on the the dating and spinning plates chapter, and I got to the sexual escalation. Now, it's important. It is important for guys to learn sexual escalation because. If you don't know how to properly sexually escalate, if you don't know how to take it to the next level, next level, you're going to end up in the friend zone. All right. This is how you're going to end up in the friend zone, guys. This is how guys end up in the friend zone. You know how they do that? By not making a move. Okay. What happens is a lot of guys, they get this concept of uh it's like nice guy behavior right where they they go on a, on a date they think women aren't into sex they think women are turned off by guys who are into sex and so what do they do they they try to downplay their interest in sex right they downplay it and what do they end up doing they start treating this girl like a friend they and then you know there's girls on dating apps that will say you know friends first we gotta start off as friends first that's not how this works. If you go and if you go looking for friends, you're going to end up in the friend zone, guys. If you treat her like a friend, she has no choice but to treat you like a friend back. Okay? Guys put themselves in the friend zone. Guys put themselves there by not sexually escalating, by not making a move, not by like not even going for a kiss and letting her know, "Hey, I'm interested in you on a sexual level." All right? Guys who own their sexuality actually are more attractive to women because women know women know that guys want sex women are not stupid okay women know this guys have been trying to bang them and i'm not saying this is right okay i gotta i gotta preface this because when you say stuff like this people take it out of context but but dudes have been trying to bang these chicks since they were 13 years old all right They've been trying to bang these chicks since they were 13 years old. These chicks know what's up. They know that guys want sex. They're not stupid. So pretending like you don't, right, basically tells them that you're not interested in them on that level. And so they treat you like a friend. That's your fault. That's not their fault. Okay. 
<laughs> so you want to own it, right? A great quote that I uh, I learned from Dr. Robert Glover, right, is that women don't fuck a man they get to know. They get to know a man that they want to fuck. Okay, you guys need to make this a part of your your uh, your mentality, right? Women don't want to get to know you on a on a deeper level if they're not sexually interested in you. Okay? So the way you do that is by testing for interest and then testing for, you know, her uh her willingness to bang. Okay? You want to show her that you that you want to take it to that next level and you want to own it and not apologize for it, okay? Yes, you remember it from dating essentials for men, dude. That was like, that was like a, a game changer for me. <laughs> dating essentials for men. When he said that women don't fuck a man they get to know, they get to know a man they want to fuck. I was like, that is mind blowing to me, but it's so true. I found it to be a hundred percent accurate. Okay, so there's basically two ways that you could sexually escalate that I write about in my book, and the first one I put in here is mode one, right? Mode one verbal seduction. Okay. Now I, I thought it was important to put this in here because this is not what I did. I did not, I did not use verbal seduction to seduce women, but I thought it was important to put this in the book for guys that this might work better for. All right. But if you read, uh, if you read Alan Roger Curry's third book, Ooh, say it again, right? That's his book on verbal seduction. His first book is more just on communication strategies right being direct versus indirect stuff like that in uh in ooh say it again he talks about verbal seduction and even with that he's he was checking for uh body language right so what he would do was he would try to get into a, a woman's left ear zone right left ear zone it's very important the left ear because uh, according to Alan Roger Curry, right, the left ear, the left ear is connected to the right part of the brain. The right part of the brain is where her, you know, sexual, uh, sexual inhibitions are. You know what I mean? Like that's where she's, uh, she's more, that's where her fantasy area is, right? So if you whisper dirty things into her left ear, it, it, it impacts her right side of the brain. I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not, but it sounds good. One thing that he also mentions too is like you got to think of it like you know uh, in the old cartoons, right? Where they had a devil on one on one shoulder and an angel on the other. The devil was always on the left shoulder. You know what I mean? So if you want to do bad things with a girl, you got to talk to her left ear where the devil is, right? <laughs> so he would uh, he would say you got to get to a girl's left ear zone. Now uh, he wouldn't just push his way into the left ear zone. He would actually look at her body language a lot, right? He would try to close the distance between her and women typically have a three foot radius uh, of a safe space around them that they feel comfortable in. He would try to get into that three foot zone and see what she did. If she stayed where she was, things were pretty cool, right? If she got closer, things were excellent, right? Cause then he, he knew that he could get into her left ear zone. If he got into that three foot radius and she stepped back a little bit, he knew, he knew he had to be a little more mode too and build some rapport with her. Right? So, there's a, a lot of this is 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 uh, gauging a woman's uh, interest level by her actions, by her behavior, by watching her body language. But once he got into her left ear zone, once he was able to 
to get close enough to to her ear like this and be able to whisper in her ear. He knew he had her, right? She was comfortable enough to let him to get that close that he could start talking dirty to her. And he, in his book, he actually starts talking very dirty, right? He starts saying stuff like, I, I can't wait to feel your wet pussy, you know, stuff like that. He would say, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fuck the shit out of you. I can't wait for you to suck on my cock. Stuff like that, right? <laughs> now, you might be saying to yourself, I could never say that to a chick. I could. Chicks are dirtier than you think, right? Uh, Scott Calvin up here mentioned uh, Sterling Cooper's sexual escalation. One thing uh, Sterling, Sterling recommended a book to me once. It's called My Secret Garden. It was written in like the 70s. And it was a compilation of women's sexual fantasies, right? Some, I think, I think it was uh, like a newspaper, newspaper editor or something like that. They they would have women write in their sexual fantasies, and they compiled it all into a book. And this was like, like I said, it's the seventies, right? So these are women like writing in like the the fifties and sixties and stuff like that. And there's some dirty ass. They were dirty ass women back then. Your grandma, grandma liked to get fucked. Okay. <laughs> Not my grandma. She was a virgin. No, so so women out there have uh, women have some very deep, dark sexual fantasies, but women are just very good at hiding their lady boners. You know what I mean? Like, guy, most guys don't realize it because women are trying to put on this wholesome facade that they're not like that. Oh, I'm not like that, but they are definitely like that, right? So, so verbal seduction can work. All right. It can work. And Alan Roger Curry, uh, you know, he's coached men, he, you know, before he passed away, he, he coached men for for decades. Right. He started this stuff in the 80s. He, he was like, uh, I think he was like the first black, you know, dating coach for men. And he's he's coached like hundreds and thousands of dudes and they all they've all had success with it. Right. So you can try that. Like if that seems like something that you would be good at, try it out. Try it out, right? All this stuff is is a science experiment. What I preferred to do was a little more of a keno escalation, right? Keno escalation. It, it, it's uh, keno is short for kinesthesia or or kinesthetic, right? It basically means touch. It's a fancy word for touch. It's a ten dollar word. <laughs> keno escalation sounds cool though, right? So keno escalation is basically you touch her. And and not and I'm not talking about sexually, right? When you start off on a date, you you touch her innocently, right? Upper elbow, upper elbow, the shoulder, the lower back, places like that initially. But just that physical touch makes gives women the 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 vajingles, right? Physical touch is so powerful for women. All right. And I'm not talking, do not just go out and grab her tits. Okay. Don't do that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying. You know, uh, if you're if you're in a bar and it's crowded, grab her hand and lead her through the bar. Okay, that's physical touch. It's innocent. It's not sexual, but you're breaking that touch barrier. And that touch barrier, breaking that touch barrier, is important for bringing things to the next level. Okay. Then I would follow what uh, Corey Wayne refers to as two steps forward, one steps one step back in his book, uh, how to be a 3% man. Now, when I first read his book, when I first read his book, uh, I thought 
two steps forward, one step back was only for dealing with last minute resistance, which we'll, we'll talk about. It's not, it's not, you need to be, if you guys have read the book, so who here in the comments has read the book? You just sound off in the comments. Who's read the book? I know, I know brother Nathan has. He says, if you, if you like her, go for a kiss, hundred percent go with confidence. Yeah. Brother Nathan's read the book. He's in the 3% brotherhood. Who else has read how to be a 3% man? So Corey talks about two steps forward, one step back. And I think it wasn't until my fourth read of the book that it made, okay. Omega Hashira, he said, I've read 3% man twice, but I have horrible CRS. <laughs> That's why you got to, you got to read it 10 to 15 times because we only remember 10% of what we read anyway. So anyway, it took me four times before I realized that Corey wasn't saying it's just for last minute resistance. He was saying you need to be doing two steps forward, one step back throughout the whole date, right? You want to, you want to be going in and, 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 and touching her. You want to, you know, whisper things in her ear. You want to, you know, like if you've already kissed her, you want to go in and, and like kiss her, kiss her on the back of the neck, stuff like that. You want to do that a little bit and pull back a little bit. Okay, you want to go in, you want to pull back. That creates tension, right? I like to call it heat, healthy, emotional anticipation and tension. All right, doing that a little bit, teases her a little bit, and then pull back, right? You want to do that throughout the whole date. By the end of the date, she's going to be primed, right? You got to prime the pump. She's going to be primed. She's going to want to rip your clothes off by the end of the date doing that. Another thing, another thing is, uh, I say close proximity is paramount. Close proximity is paramount. That means you want to sit close enough to her that you could do this stuff. All right. I distinctly, I, and I talked about this. Uh, was it last week or a week or two? I can't remember when I did it. The la the stream I did on on field reports. There was a, a a date I went on with Marine Corps chick where I had her come back, I brought her back to my house and I wasn't able to close the deal. And when I made my field report about it, what became apparent, this is why field reports are, are, are important guys, because a, a lot of times at the moment, we don't realize what we're doing wrong. Right. But if you do a field report and you have a good group of, of guys, like in the beer club, for instance, you have a good group of guys that you can uh, bring up, you know, make a video about you can say hey guys this is what happened on the date where, where did i go wrong you can get other dudes input because they're seeing it from a an up you know an unbiased third party position they could tell you oh I, I think you went wrong here right so one of the things that was became apparent uh when i made my field report on that interaction was that i was sitting too far away from her i didn't i wasn't close enough to her she sat on one side of the couch and i sat in, in an, on another side of the couch right and so there was like you know uh, two and a half cushions or, or one and a half cushions worth of space in between us where I couldn't, you know, easily just like touch her on the, on the, on the knee or something. You know, I couldn't even, I couldn't even do that because I was too far away. So you want to, you want to actually sit close enough where you could do this stuff, right. Or stand close enough to her where you can do this stuff. Uh, let's see. Oh, Zach says, uh, female written smut is an interesting window into the psyche. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's another reason why I prefer, uh, that's, that's one reason why, um, mode one works well, right? 
is it, mode one works very well because actually all this stuff works well for this because it gets a woman into her thoughts. It gets her into her fantasies. It gets her into thinking about what could happen, right? Women do much better mentally thinking about sex than they do visually, right? That's why like porn is more, more uh, popular with guys, but dirty sex novels are super popular with women. Women like thinking about and imagining and having fantasies about sex. They don't necessarily like watching it. You know what I mean? Some chicks like watching it, but for the most part, women are more mental that way. <clears throat> so yeah, you want to engage that. You want that, you want to use that to your advantage. And uh, mode one, uh, you know, the the verbal escalation helps with that. And so does, so does really, so does keno escalation, right? You touching her and pulling back and that all that stuff gets her thinking about sex. If she's thinking about it, she's fantasizing about it, she's getting, she's getting wet, guys. She's getting wet. All right. <clears throat> so close pro pro close proximity is paramount here. Close proximity is paramount. <clears throat> you also want to give her excuses to touch you. You want to give her excuses to touch you. That's why oh, I'm not wearing them today. Uh, if, if you have dangly bracelets, right? Those are good. Necklaces are good. Stuff like this. All this stuff's good because when you're on a date and uh, you're talking... It gives her an excuse. It gives her plausible deniability to touch you, right? Oh, that's a cute, that's a cute uh, bracelet. Oh, what's that? What's that necklace about? What's the meaning behind that? Right? They'll actually reach out and, and, and touch that. That's sort of like an excuse to, for them to get closer and touch you. I went on a date with uh, my first date with, uh, with Red Pill Chick. This is before I, I studied any of this shit. Right. I just thought she was being nice the whole time. You know, you, you guys know what I'm talking about. Have you guys been to that place where you just, a chick is doing something showing high interest and you just think she's being nice? You just, oh, she, she seems, she, she seems friendly. I was telling her a story about being in the Navy and I, and I was talking with my hands a lot. And she used that as an opportunity to grab my hands and hold my hands. She goes, you're landing airplanes here. You're talking too much with your hands. And she grabbed my hands and just held them. Right. I was like, chicks don't just do that. Chicks don't just reach out and grab your hands and hold your hands if they don't have some kind of interest in you. Okay. So you want to give them excuses to touch you. Okay. Another thing she would do too is uh, like we, we, we stood up to go to, uh, to go get uh, more beer. We were at a brewery. And she she nestled herself, her butt into me, right? Chicks don't just do that if they're not totally into you, right? These are signs that you can probably move things to the next level, okay? So she's doing that, and I'm just fucking clueless, dude. Absolutely fucking clueless. And I'm just like, I think we're going to go for a kiss at the end of the night. Yeah, <laughs> I think I will. I think, I'll, I think I will, right? Now, if chicks are doing that stuff, like in the middle of the date, don't wait till the end of the, don't wait till the end of the date to go for a kiss or do anything like that, right? Don't do that. Um, just take my word for that. So give her, give her excuses to touch you. Okay. Yeah. This is going to be a short episode. This is, this is good though. Short episodes are good. Sometimes people have short attention spans. <laughs> hey guys, send a super chat, support the show. Let's see. You could get away with that in the eighties. Nowadays you might catch a bullshit. Dude, so many guys are afraid to do anything these days because they're afraid of catching a charge. We're going to talk about this. 
right now. Okay. It's called last minute resistance, Big Mac. Okay. This is called last minute resistance. This is how you avoid getting a charge. Okay. Don't be scared. Don't be a pussy. Boldness, boldness gets you, gets you laid. Okay. Being, being passive and afraid that you're going to get some kind of charge keeps you in your grandma's basement jerking off. All right. So here's the thing about women, right? <clears throat> women, women will not, uh, you know, I, I should say, will, will not enthusiastically have sex with you if they don't feel safe enough in your presence, right? There's a, an existential uh, threat, I guess, in, in women's mind, right? An existential fear, I should say. There's an existential fear in women's minds that the guy they're with won't have control of himself and will force himself on her, right? That's a very real fear. And it's a very well-founded fear because in the in in our history as humans, that has happened a lot. Okay. Look at look at the Vikings, right? What did the Vikings do? They would raid villages and do that sort of thing, right? You don't want to do that. We're not talking about that at all. Okay. So that's a very real fear for women. <clears throat> and so one, one thing that women will do to test, because women are always testing, okay? One thing that they will do to test a lot of times is they'll offer up last-minute resistance, okay? They'll, they'll say, no, 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 like, I, I don't think we should do this, right? That sort of thing. I'm not, I'm not ready for this, that sort of thing, okay? Now, this is important <clears throat> because largely what a woman wants to know is that you will stop what she asks you to stop. Okay. So when a woman does that, don't just keep pressing forward and do it because that, that will catch you a charge. Big Mac, that will catch you a charge. If she tells you to stop and you don't stop. All right. That's where the whole no means no comes in <laughs> into play. Right. So she says, I don't think we should do this. You want to go back to two steps forward, one step back. And you don't want to get, be a, a, a fucking dick about it. You don't want to get up in your feels about it. You don't want to, you know, lose your temper because you will fail her test. All right. You will fail her test. So you want to do two steps forward, one step back. You just, if she offers up that resistance, say, hey, no worries. Don't, oh, don't apologize for it. Okay. Don't apologize for it. Just be like, hey, no problem. Just pull back and just go about talking to her, wherever, whatever you were doing right before that. Okay. Make, make it like it was no big deal at all. Okay. And then as things are progressing, you're, you're, you're having a good time. You're having more drinks. You're, you know, go in a little bit later, try it again later. Okay. Cause usually what will happen is she's just saying that to see if you will stop when you, when she asks, as soon as she knows, Hey, he stops what I ask. A lot of times she'll feel comfortable enough now. She'll feel comfortable enough now, right? Um, if uh, if she if you if you keep if you go in again and she says no again, you could do it maybe like one more time. But if she says no like a third time, just let it go. Just let it go. It's not happening. Offer to drive her home or or whatever, <laughs> right? Don't be a dick about it. Just be like, okay, it's cool. All right, well. You know, it is getting late. So maybe, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's best we end it here, you know, and 
don't be a dick about it though, right? But if she if she says no, uh, and you if you've done two steps forward, one step back to get past that last minute resistance, and she still says no, it's it's just not happening. Okay. Now, one thing to note too is a lot of women will have a, a three date rule. A three date rule. Okay. Women will typically have sex with you by the second or third date on average. Most of the time when I was out dating, I was not pushing for sex on a first date, right? I was just seeing, I was doing a chemistry test, see if I liked her or not. But if I liked her, I'd always go for a kiss. Where's uh, where's Nathan's thing about that? Yeah. If you like her, go for a kiss, 100%, go with confidence. If I liked her, I would go for a kiss. I wouldn't wait for some kind of overt body language because a lot of women won't make it overt, right? It, they, but they, but I've found that they respond very well to that, right? I would say 99.9% .9 of women respond very well to that. All right. <clears throat> They're like, oh, okay. And it shows them, Hey, I'm not, I'm not interested in being your friend, right? This is more than that. I, I really am into you go for a kiss. A lot of chicks will just absolutely melt in your hands. when you do that? Okay. Then I go home and that, that by itself creates heat. It creates that emotional tension that, that builds attraction. And then, you know, second date, I would invite them over to my house, offer to cook up deer, uh, cook up dinner, offer to cook up dinner. And, you know, I have a bottle of wine, bring them over to my house. If they're agreeing to come over to your house, they're not stupid. They know what's up. They know that sex is possible. And, and as long as you don't stick your foot in your mouth, it probably is going to happen. All right. If they're going to come over to your house probably going to happen. Um, the thing about the three date rule is very important though, right? Because you, you guys often hear women make rules. Uh, I, no one likes the alpha beta thing. So women make rules for guys that they're not sexually interested in and they break rules for guys that they are sexually interested in. How's that? How's that? Does that make more sense guys? <laughs> but women, a lot of women will have a three date rule <clears throat> and, and they will even uh, adhere to that for guys that they are very much sexually interested in because it's their slut, their anti-slut defense. Okay. They, they don't want guys to think that they're slooty sloots. All right. This is one of the ways they do that. And, uh, so, but, but usually by the second or third date, it's, it's a done deal. Right. But if you've done two steps forward, one step back on date two, she's still not putting out. It's probably going to happen on date three. Now, if on date three, you do two steps forward, one step back, and it's still not happening, now you should probably just let her go completely, okay? Because now she's she's now she's trying to negotiate desire, okay? Now, I, I, that's why the three-date rule is important, because we really are looking for that genuine desire from a woman, right? Women will, will, will make rules for all these guys that they, you know, they they think are, 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 are beta providers, but she'll go and immediately fuck a bike, her biker boyfriend. <laughs> right. She doesn't, that guy doesn't owe her anything. She wants to have sex with that guy. That's where you want girls to be with you. You want her to, to, to want to have sex with you. There's women out there that will do that. You just have to filter out these chicks that are playing games. And you do that. One of the ways you do that is with a three date rule. You say, okay, well, she she hasn't put out by the third date. She's making rules for me. No problem. You know, that's her prerogative. Okay, that's her prerogative. Sex is a woman's prerogative. They are the gatekeepers to sex. Okay, they decide if it's happening or not. And if it hasn't happened by the third date, 
Well, guess what we control? We control time and attention. <laughs> so, okay, well, she doesn't want to do that. No problem. Just remove your time and attention. Move on to the next chick, right? Your goal is to find chicks that are into you. And you do that by not holding on to ones that aren't. You understand? You're looking for that genuine desire. So that's pretty much it, guys. Pretty much it. You want to... Oh, no, that's not it. Let's go back to keto escalation. You want to go in for that... Uh, you know, you go in for a kiss, you start heavily making out when it's time to really sexually escalate. This is, this is paramount guys. Now you do want to make the bold move of touching her in places like her breasts. You want to touch her nipples, stuff like that, right? You want to kiss her on her neck, kiss her on her ear and stuff like that. You want to start off with that, the neck kissing, the kissing the ear, getting her like that. Then you want to slip your hand up under her shirt, up, you know, you know, maybe on, on top of the bra at first, okay? If she's cool with that, under the bra, okay? <laughs> if she's cool with that, like, these are all how you test. You do this little by little, okay? Play with her nipples a little bit. If her nipples are getting hard, if her nipples are getting hard, her pussy's getting wet, okay? This is all very important. You guys want to also want to get good at unsnapping a bra, okay? You guys know the... To, uh, to undo a bra with your one hand, it's kind of like a, a like a like a snapping move. You pinch it together and and sort of push it apart like that. Do that. Get go to that with your one hand. Practice practice on that. <laughs> if you could do that, reach behind her back and pull her bra off under her shirt. Right. That was, that turns women on too because they're like, oh, he he's done this before. Like he knows what's up. Like he he's good at this. Right. Because women are are really attracted to guys that have options with women. And one way to show that you're good with women is being able to do, do stuff like that. Like, you know, the mechanics, <laughs> you know, the mechanics, right? Now, if she gets, she lets you snap her bra off and stuff like that. Try taking her shirt off her shirt and her bra off. Okay. If she's letting you do all this, dude, it's, it's on, it's fucking on. Don't open your mouth at this point. Don't say anything stupid. <laughs> It's going to happen. <laughs> All right. It, she might still at this point, though, offer last minute resistance. You know, if she does, just pull back a little bit. Be like, hey, hey, it's cool. It's cool. You know, just play it cool. She wants to know that you'll stop when she asks. And once she knows that, she'll continue. <laughs> it's like, she's like, okay, okay, now we're cool here. Right. Um, I've had, I, I've had dates. Uh, I had this one date, too. It's really funny too because it was like I don't know maybe after the fifth or sixth time that I read Corey's book I had this date, and one of the things Corey says is sex must always be the man's fault, right? You got to give women plausible deniability. You you when you invite them over to your house, oh it's it's you know he invited me over for dinner, right? You want to get a chick to come back to your place uh, for Jenga? Oh he invited me over for Jenga. Then one thing led to another. I have no idea, right? Because they women are are they are more concerned with their body count than guys are, right? They don't want their friends judging them for, for being a slooty slute. They don't want other guys judging them for being a slooty slute. So sex has to be your fault. She has to be able to blame it on. Well, I don't know what, like one thing led to another, right? Sex has to be your fault. And, uh, and so I had this chick back at my house. This was on date two. And um, one thing did lead to another. <laughs> and I just remember her saying, she goes, you got me to break my rules. 
right? And I just smirked because I just immediately thought to that point in the book where it says uh, sex must be a man's fault. And I was just like, yeah, well, it's my fault. It's my fault. So anyway, you want to get good at this stuff, guys. You really want to read the room, read the situation. Um, one time, I, I will say I, I, I don't think I messed things up per se, but I, I, I went on this date, man, this chick was hot too. She was, uh, she was a, an EMT out of, I think out of rifle, out of rifle, Colorado. We met up in junction and I took her to the feisty pint and, um, went in for a kiss at the end of the night. Wasn't expecting anything else. I, I happened to go on this date when I, uh, on a night that had my kids though. My kids are old enough that they could be home alone. You know, my, my daughter, she's 18 now for Christ's sake. Uh, and so I left, I, I decided to schedule this date when I had my kids. So I went down and I went in for a kiss, like, a, like normal. And I was expecting to just go home after that. And she invited me back to her place. And if a chick invites you back to her place, it's, it's on, it's basically on. I was like, all right. So I followed her back to her house. We went to her house. Uh, we're sitting on the couch. Things were escalating and, uh, we're getting, you know, got up under the shirt and she did the last minute resistance thing. Well, the thing was like, by this time it was already like one in the morning, right? I did have to work the next day. I did have my kids at home. And so I decided not to play this game. The, the two steps forward, one step back thing all fucking night. It would have, if I did, it would have worked out, right? It would have, I would have sealed the deal, but I just didn't have all the time in the world. So I was like, well, I go, you know what? I was like, no problem. No problem. I played it cool. No problem. I go, but it is getting late. It's like one in the morning. So I, 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 I should probably get going. So I left. Right. Well, she got really fucking offended by that. She got really offended by me leaving. <clears throat> and then I didn't text her the next day. Cause I was waiting until the evening. Right. Like I do, <laughs> like I talked about, I think I talked about last week. Uh, I was waiting till the evening to let her know I had a good time and she couldn't wait that long. And she was fucking mad that I didn't text her back. And she thought I was upset because of the last minute resistance stuff. And she just fucking lost her shit on text. <laughs> I was like, well, she's crazy, you know? So sometimes like that sort of thing weeds, uh, the crazy chicks out. Um, but I mean, it would have, it would have worked out. It would have worked out if I had all the time in the world to do that sort of thing. I just didn't. And so it didn't go anywhere, but also she, uh, <laughs> she got really mad about it. So, you know, things happen like that, but, uh, you want to experiment with this stuff like anything else, treat it like a science experiment. Okay. You got to go. I got to go too. So let's go ahead and wrap up here, guys. That's pretty much all I have. Be sure to tune in Friday. What am I? Oh, I'm going to be talking about 20 ways that men can develop confidence. Cause I think that's a big problem with guys. Guys just don't have confidence a lot of them don't <clears throat> all right and the thing is like women respond to a man's uh confidence like men respond to a great pair of tits right women are hardwired to be attracted to a guy with confidence so it's paramount if you want to get better with chicks to have confidence right a lot of chicks uh a guy can be a good looking guy i i see this a lot in the MGTOW community right or the incel community where guys well, like they'll be attractive looking guys, but chicks all think they're creepy as fuck. Well, if, if you don't approach a woman and talk to her with confidence, she's going to think you're creepy, right? So it's important to be confident. So, uh, so on Friday, we're going to be talking about how to build your confidence. 
Uh, let's see here. Any more super chats? No. Okay, cool. <clears throat> let's just finish this up. If you guys haven't done so already, please like, subscribe, hit those notifications. Thank you for everybody that sound off in the live. If you guys are watching on the replay, drop a comment below your favorite emoji. It doesn't really matter. Just all that stuff helps boost us in the algorithms. Follow me on social media. The links are in the description for that. Thank you to Brother Nathan for sending a super chat. Get on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com. You can get my PDF with 20 dating app openers, right, that are guaranteed to capture a woman's attention in the first seven words. Uh, don't just rely on those, though. Use those as an example of how to open on a dating app. Okay, because most guys are just saying hey or, or a wave emoji or, or whatever. That's all getting lost in the sauce. That's why you're not getting conversations. Okay. If you're not getting matches at all, it's because your pictures suck. All right. A lot of guys are like, I'm not even getting matches. It's because your pictures suck. Okay. And if you if you think you have good pictures, you need to look at maybe your appearance. Okay. Maybe you need to lose some weight. Maybe you need to do some teeth whitening. Maybe you need to go to a dentist, uh, an orthodontist, and get your your grill fixed. Okay. Uh, maybe the glasses you're wearing aren't flattering to your face. Maybe you need to get a new pair of glasses. All right. You know, there, there's lots of, maybe your clothes suck. Okay. There's lots of different things that you could do to help increase the, the, the matches, right? Cause the matches, uh, matches themselves come down to how you you look. So it comes down to pictures. Okay. If you're smiling in every picture, you look like a nice guy. W women, they may say they want a nice guy, but they absolutely do are not sexually attracted to nice guys. So you cannot do that in every picture. Don't do that. Unless you just have like a really fucking, you know, magnetic smile. Uh, like my boy, um, um, Rudy from Root Advice, he said he had smiles in all of his pictures, but he's got a really, really fantastic smile. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh, but if you don't, you, you want to have like one picture where you're smiling so that you're showing your, show them that you have teeth. If you don't have teeth, get that fixed too. Okay. But you want to show them that you have teeth and the rest of the pictures, you want to have a brooding look or a smirk. Okay. Studies show that women uh, are more attracted to guys with a brooding look or a smirk. Okay. Um, so you, you want to do that. And then, and then once you get, start getting consistent matches, then you want to work on your openers. That's where the PDF comes in, get on the email list. And then I'll also send you some free stickers. If you like those designs, they're also available as merch as well at merch.comeonmanpod.com. Check out the Practical Law of Attraction course, loa.comeonmanpod.com. It's a mindset course. Uh, if you like can't get past some of this stuff that we talked about today, a lot of it is your paradigm holding you back. Reprogram your paradigm. Ch take the course. I'll show you how to do that. Uh, if you guys want any kind of coaching, go to gumroad.comeonmanpod.com. There's two options there. Uh, choose which one is best for you. There's limited spots available for that. So check that out. And then finally, get on the beer club, guys. Get on the beer club, beer.comeonmanpod.com. It's only 10 bucks. It's a good group of dudes. Uh, you can, if you are having problems with dating, get on the beer club and then uh, you can share your experiences, right? Put, put out, uh, you know, your date updates in the group. Let guys sort of help you figure out what's going wrong, like what you're, what you possibly are doing wrong. If you guys have uh, uh, text conversations you need help with, you can, you can drop it in the chat and guys can say, Hey, don't say this, say this instead. Right. You, you, that kind of thing. Right. It's a good group of guys. And then once a month, we actually get together and talk over video like this and have drinks and whatever. It's a good place for guys to just get off their chest. What's going on in their lives. Most guys don't have an outlet. They bring all their problems to their woman. Your woman does not care about your problems. Okay. She wants to know that you have shit handled. 
Okay. You've got to be her rock. She cannot be your rock. Otherwise she's going to lose attraction for you. Okay. Bring that kind of shit to the boys though. Okay. Don't keep that bottled up. All right. I, 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 people get so mad when I say that they're like, this is why guys are offing themselves. Guys are offing themselves because they don't have a proper outlet to where they can bring their problems to. You bring it to a good group of dudes, okay? And it's only 10 bucks a month. So get on the beer club, beer.comeonmanpod.com. The next one's August 17th. That's all I got, guys. We will see you on Friday. This has been the Come On Man Podcast. Now, go out and get it.